I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is episode 111, 111. This time of the show each day, I like to ease into things. I like to give you a little preview of what's to come. Well, there is so much on the docket today that I don't have time to walk through it all. Just know that about at 1.30, we will hear from state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn. She'll give a situational update on the state of affairs regarding the coronavirus here in the state of Utah. Plus, we'll be hearing from the governor and many others as they understand unveil what is likely to be Utah Leads Together 3.0. Utah Leads Together 3.0. That'll come up just after 1.30. Right now, though, and for the next half hour, I'm going to be speaking with Congressman Rob Bishop. He and I have a lot to talk about. Uh, Number one, we have a question uh, to answer I'd like to ask of the congressman. And then we have a death to mourn. A former member of the United States House of Representatives from Utah has passed away. We're going to talk a little bit about his life and legacy. And then we're going to talk about a remarkable legislative achievement to come out of Washington, specifically out of the office of Congressman Rob Bishop, regarding the federal government reducing the estate, reducing the federal estate. The Bureau of Land Management has given 790 acres to Uinta County. We're going to get the details on how that came about and what it means. But first off, I want to talk about this concert in Kaysville. The mayor there, Katie Witt, has made it known that she is supportive of a concert which is scheduled to take place on May 30th at Barnes Memorial Park. The headliner is going to be Colin Ray, and I'll tell you, uh, producer Amy has been working tirelessly to connect with Colin Ray to get him on this radio program to talk to us about his thoughts regarding the controversy surrounding this concert. Now, what controversy? Well, the mayor has made it known, Katie Witt has made it known, that she is supportive of this event regardless of the guidelines and advice handed down by the Coronavirus Task Force here in the state of Utah. She is also running for Congress. There are those who are speculating that this behavior on her part is done in an effort to gain attention and to gain prominence and maybe, in the eyes of some, make her seemingly the more appropriate candidate to send uh, to Washington, D.C. To replace Congressman Rob Bishop, who joins me now. Congressman, how are you? Good, Lee. How are you doing? Not too bad. Hey, as you hear the the story of Kaysville's mayor uh, making these assertions and throwing her support behind this concert, how do you react? What are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, it's it's actually somewhat mixed. I uh, I read the story online, and uh, and and I don't necessarily want to let people know I read comment boards, but I did on this one, <laughs> in which um, one person said, "If you don't like it, don't go, and if you do, use social distancing." Um, 
the question, though, is a little bit more complex than that, simply because of Kaysville's municipal system, which is the council system, mm-hmm. in which the mayor has the same amount of authority as the rest of the council does. Um, and I don't know how they have divided up their authority and their portfolios if the mayor is actually in charge of the park system, then her approval um, actually can be done. If some other member of the council or the council as a whole is not in favor of it or some other member's responsibility, then having the mayor give authority to do this or approval to do it is much more problematic. So to be honest, um, that's why whether it's the right thing to do or not, or whether she has the ability of doing that or not, I don't know because I don't know how they have divvied up the portfolios within the within the Kaysville City Council. Would you be comfortable attending this concert? Uh, it's outdoor with social distancing. Um, uh, it probably fits into some of the other categories. Well, we'll leave it at that. Let's move on to this other topic, which jumped to my attention. Just uh, did you eat more to say on that one? Oh, we can go back. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe she needs. To be fair, she should invite Bob Stevenson and Kerry Gibson to go with her. I, I, I don't know. All right. This morning, let's, I was on. No, <laughs> You've got all the Colin Ray CDs at home already, though. You've heard all the music. <laughs> Sixteen number one hits, you know. Uh, th- there was a, a Facebook post by former Utah Representative Jim Nielsen this morning making it known that his father, former Utah Congressman Howard Nielsen, had passed away at age 95. Uh, you-, you knew this man. Wow. That's, that's, I didn't realize he was 95. He was a great person. When I was an intern in the state legislature, obviously a long, long time ago, he was Speaker of the House. I wasn't his intern, but uh, I watched him as he was the speaker because I was an intern to uh, to the leadership that sat there in the back. Um, He went to Congress, and then he came back and was a state senator. And to be honest with you, I I don't know whether it was at the end of my tenure in the legislature or when I was party chairman that I got to know him again and and watch his activities. And then he was the very first, when Utah got a third congressional seat, he was the first congressman from Utah in that third congressional seat. And he stayed there uh, for a number of terms and then voluntarily, just like he had done in the legislature, he voluntarily retired. He went to Congress. He served. He voluntarily retired and then came back. And he was he was a very good-hearted, decent person. Um, a, 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 I don't know what it was. He was a professor at BYU. It's something with, like, math. So he was, he was great with numbers. He was always dealing with number system, and you need that kind of person around to help you out. And he was there. Can I give you just one anecdote I heard about him, though? Please. Um, as, as you know, uh, I often take groups up to the to the dome of the Capitol for the traditional dome tour, um, and members always had to, uh, well, at least. During our time, members had to be there to uh, to bring citizens up to watch it. Um, and this was pre-cell phone era. And the story goes that, that Howard had brought up some citizens to do the dome tour. But when they decided to go back down, he was actually on the other side of the dome. And they didn't do a head count. And they basically locked him out on the dome, outside the dome in that semicircle, without – 
uh, without realizing they had done it. And they were about a quarter of the way down when they realized that the congressman wasn't with them. And they went back up there to save him because he had been out there frantically yelling and screaming and waving oh his hands. Goodness. Let's face it, from that view, you're not going to attract anybody's attention. <laughs> <laughs> but they, from at least since that time, they always do a head count when, when they go up as well as when they go down so they don't forget anybody. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Listen, we need to take a break here, but Congressman, I want to hold you on the line. There has been, uh, from your office and from the Bureau of Land Management, an announcement made uh, about the conveyance, the transfer of 790 acres in Uinta County. Now, what does that mean? It sounds far away and it sounds confusing, but uh, it actually uh, is representative of some uh, incredible work, and I'd like you to explain that for us next. We're going to go to break right now, but before we do, uh, some breaking news on the coronavirus front here in the state of Utah. Total COVID-19 cases here in the state totaling 7,710. Overall, there have been 631 hospitalizations, currently 90 hospitalizations, 192 new cases, And the unfortunate number to report is that there have been two new deaths attributed to the coronavirus. We're going to continue our coverage of this and many other topics here on this radio station throughout the day. I'll be back. Next up, it's Congressman Rob Bishop and you in a county on Live Mike. I'm Leland Sperry, and this is KSL News Radio.